Mike's Daily Podcast. Hi, I'm Mike Matthews. I missed a show yesterday. I will not apologize because I had Mike's Daily Podcast. I had a lot going on. Go! It was called a day where I had to be somewhere and it turned out I didn't have to be there anyway. And then there was this guy. When I said anyway, he said anyway. And that was interesting. Then George Takai. Oh my, my, my. George Takai. Hey, it was Mike's Daily Podcast. What I did was I did the lemons into lemonade thing where instead of getting angry, Mike's I took my daily uh, time podcast because I was somewhere I was. Yeah. And I went, hey. I was supposed to be here for something that didn't happen. Okay, that's a bummer. I'm going to now, since I'm here already, I'm going to go on this phenomenal hike. And I went on this wonderful hike in Pleasanton. I will tell you the place. It's sort of on the border of uh, of Pleasanton and Sinol. And it's this beautiful, it's this walk. I mean, it's a bear. You have to walk straight up this hill. But when you get to the top, you have this beautiful view, and it was not too hot yet, as of yet, yesterday. And so I got this beautiful view of the, I guess that would be the Pleasant uh, Diablo Valley, Pleasanton Valley, Tri-Valley, Livermore Valley, all kinds of valleys happening in this from this viewpoint. So I will post a picture from that, but... It was so good because you got it's one of those hikes where you walk uphill, uphill, uphill the whole time, and then you get to the point where you want to turn around, then it's downhill all the way, baby. This would be the only reason why I'd become a mountain biker. It's the downhill baby part. Ah, but it was so nice. I think they call this Pleasanton Ridge. If I can look at my Google Maps here and maybe it says Yes. And here's today's podcast picture. It says the Oak Tree Trail and the Sycamore Grove Trail. Pleasanton Ridge Regional Park is what it is. And at the very top, there are all these old, old olive tree forests that are pretty old. No one's really maintained them. They're just sort of falling apart. But it's neat to see that history and then the view. So that was my invigorating Saturday after a a Friday (laughs) where I saw Addendum with Kevin and he works at a brewery 21st Amendment and I drank lots of their beers. I was sampling beers, seeing what they're making lately. That's right, Basil. Now, it wasn't caused by the beer as far as I know. It could have been caused by something I had for lunch, but I had this Tremendous acid reflux, or maybe drinking five beers will do this to you. Uh, acid reflux of the worst kind, like those hiccups that burn type thing. E, not good. So I had to endure that on Friday evening. Saturday morning, I was, I guess, kind of that dehydrated, slightly hungover feel. And then, oh, I was mixing beers with sours. Don't know if you're supposed to mix an, a normal beer with a sour. I think if it's almost like you're drinking wine at that point with a sour. So I don't know if that that that's maybe what caused some of my craziness in my stomach. 
These are all questions we try to answer at Cafe Anyway. One answer I will bring you is that the Bay Area, if you are someone that uses a lot of transit, uh, public transit, mass transit, you are probably going to not like the rest of this year. You probably haven't liked this year thus far. I was able to stop riding BART back in March. And I'm very glad I did because it turns out they started canceling trains. And they would just cancel trains willy-nilly when I was taking BART anyway. I remember back during the PG&E rolling blackouts and the potential fires. They just canceled trains. I remember just sitting on that stupid platform in Hayward at like six o'clock in the morning and it's dark in like October and it's you're just standing out there in the cold it's annoying and you're waiting where's that train I've been waiting 15 minutes for that train oh it got canceled now I'm gonna wait another 15 minutes oh I hate public transit luckily where I have to be today for my job I do not have to drive over oh, in Podcaster Valley Mont today I mean, I don't have to take BART. I, I was able to drive, and my car has been behaving. And thank you, car, for the kindness of what you give to me. <laughs> but yes, I was able to get here, and and no problem. But the, the whole... you And then they have, uh, I guess, a lot of things in place to keep people apart. Uh, I don't know what's going to happen. The BART trains that's, that come from the city... Traditionally are packed like sardines and that can't happen. You need the six feet of space The social distancing so how that that's so I was listening to something Where I think it was the guy who's in charge of all public transit in the Bay Area He's something some board he sits on for legislation And he was basically saying yeah if you can work from home, work from home. If you can take a car, take a car. He was basically advocating taking cars. In the Bay Area, as far as I have, as long and far back as I have known, it has been always very, we're proud of our public transportation system. Well, maybe at one time it was. It hasn't been the past couple of years. It's been terrible between the graffiti and the, well, they've had a, to increase the police presence on BART trains. Actually, it was a diffusing... That's whole... With what's, with what's happening now, I hear there's another shooting in Georgia of a black man. That's... Get ready for the protests to come back. Or they haven't gone away, but to get worse. Last night, I heard... I thought it was fireworks, but... Yeah, it's my brain trying to keep me calm in the Bay Area. Uh, I... And I was in Podcaster Valley, and I kept hearing boom booms all night long. I'm thinking they're fireworks as we get outside a cafe anyway. We're bringing Mike's Daily Podcast over in Podcaster Valley. Want? But maybe not. And this is in response to what happened in Georgia. Oh. So on BART, they were trying to defuse the situation. They were trying to put these friendly, I, I think, what were they called? Friendly BART ambassadors or something to that effect because they didn't have any weaponry on them. Weaponry, like they're Dungeons and Dragons. But they were, no, they were there. If there was a situation that would arise, let's say with someone being belligerent, they would walk over to them and 
calm them down, bring them back down to Earth without hitting them or any of that nonsense. So that was happening on BART up until recently. Now no one's writing BART, so really they don't need it. Or not as many. The day I, the last week that I rode BART, which I think was the beginning of the whole shutdown, the lockdown, um, there was, the ridership was already down 80%. And you could feel it, you'd be on a car and no one else was on with you, and it was awesome. And I'm like, why can't this just continue? <laughs> as far as I like this, lots of room to spread out, no weirdos in the car, because you just have so many weirdos on BART. Maybe I'm one of the included weirdos on BART. I'm part of that group. So we'll see what ha- Right. Boy, that's the longest cuckoo sound effect ever. Uh, I, by the way, have mentioned on this show about the time that I got into a, uh, oh, what was that? The, the thing that happened with Basil when we were walking at uh, the Oyster Bay Regional Shoreline in San Leandro. And I read the review that I wrote when that whole thing went down in 2014. I saw it yesterday. It's still up on Google. I can't access it now. I don't know where the heck I found it. It was somewhere through Maps, Google Maps. I was able to find it. And I won't read it for you now, but because uh, I've talked about it so many times, but I go into explicit detail. There was some stuff I didn't realize, like the police took my driver's license and they were holding it for a good half hour before they gave it back to me. And then they lectured me. And this was the whole thing where there's a sign when you walk into the Oyster Bay Regional Shoreline that says dogs can be off leash. It's okay. They can, you can take the leash off. They can run around and have fun. And these guys were telling me, no, they got to be on a leash. I go, where's the sign? The sign is right over there. And sure enough, there's a sign, but it was only around the bike path, which we were on the bike path, but we had just walked on it. And this police car popped up out of nowhere, actually just come off of uh, Davis Street. And they gave me the ticket. They made their money. And this is the thing I hate about the police department is they are told they you got to go out and make your money. You got to go out and make a certain amount of tickets and make your money. And that's got to stop. And if you're talking to funding the police department, well, I'm, and that's what you're meaning is that you got to take the stupid pressure off of them because they're just, they're supposed to provide a service to protect and serve. And it, it, the fact that it's gotten out of hand. Anyway, this is one element from one white guy that just wanted to bring that up. As I've seen it too and hopefully we have some changes we got to have changes with in society in our contract between us and the police we have to have a change with health with how we interact with each other do we really need to come into work every day the old model doesn't exist anymore I mean I used to come to work and literally I was just there because someone next door to me in the in the office next to me was lazy it would throw these crazy jobs that they were supposed to do on me when i had my huge list which i could get done at home 20 times faster because i wasn't getting interrupted all the time so working from home can be better now you maybe you get interrupted at home because you've got your kids or your dog or your 
neighbors or whatever else that's maybe bad internet service but when it works i think we should go with what the system when it works go with that system so we'll see how it all changes so we're doing a bunch of changes in our world today hopefully for the better let's go talk to some people outside a cafe anyway here in podcastro valley mont the last place on earth uh where we have realized that beer is good in moderation and that everything that's a blessing is a curse and everything that's a curse is a blessing oh i found that out from garth brooks I finished up watching his Netflix special. It's a two-part special. And then the second part, we found out all about his daughters. And that was wonderful. So let's see. Let's wrap it up. Let's say hi to some people. Hello, Michael Mash. It's Madame Rudebega. And yes, everything that's a blessing is a curse and opposite of what you just said. Yes. Oh. Did you like Garth Brooks? Yes. Did you listen to all of his music when he was popular? Yes. Did you enjoy Tim McGraw? No. Ah, Garth Brooks fan, not a Tim McGraw fan. Interesting. Both of them uh, had daughters, and both of them have daughters that are going into the music business. I think Garth Brooks' youngest daughter is a singer, as Tim McGraw has a daughter that sings. Look who else is here. Hello, dear Mike. This is Valentino, the parking attendant. And this is Bison Belly. Do you know that? Mike, we was just listening to the podcast here, and now we want you to end it. Yeah, end this thing. Do you know that? All right, let's end it now. Next show, it'll be the wonderful Shelly Shuhart, Floyd the Floorman, and John Deere the Engineer. Thank you for listening to FF episode 2061, 2061. Mike's TV podcast is written and produced and performed by Mike Matthews. His podcast is super easy to find. Download or listen to his show and read his blog at mikesdailypodcast.com. Email Mike now at mikesdailypodcast at gmail.com. See you tomorrow. Bye.